Welcome to a new episode of the Lighthouse Victory Temple Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Strickland as he shares another life-changing message. And we will try not to be before you long today. Praise the Lord. And today uh, we'll be starting a, a new series of messages uh, concerning the issues of life. And truly thank there's so many issues that are facing the church, so many issues that are facing the world, so many issues that are facing our families. Praise God. And talk about the issues of life. In the book of Proverbs uh, 4 and 23, it says, Keep thine heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. In other words, what Solomon was saying to us, that we need to set a guard over our hearts. How many of you know that you got to guard what is safekeeping? Your heart. Y'all hear what I'm saying today? Praise God. When we talk about the heart, it's telling us to guard our minds. Huh? It's interchangeable with minds. Praise the Lord. The heart. Guard our minds because with great care. And the reason why we need to guard our minds with great care because... Our hearts and our minds are like a repository. It's a place where things are being what? Stored. And not only, it's like a computer. You know, a computer, it takes in input and it what? Give output, right? Praise the Lord. That's the way the mind is. That's the, that's the biggest and, and, and the strongest computer in the world is your mind is the brain. Y'all know that? Your mind is, is a computer. Praise God. And, and when we look at it, we got to guard what comes in and as well as what goes out. Huh? Praise the Lord. We got to guard it. And that's what the Bible says. Keep that heart with all diligence, for out of it are the what? The issues of life. Because what comes into our hearts and our minds can be those things that are good. It can be those things that are evil. It can be those things that are true and those things that are false. And don't you know the world wants to control what people think? Y'all know that? There are certain groups of people want to control what you think and how to think. Huh? The only person should have that type of control should be God. Y'all hear what I'm saying? And that's why we got to uh, uh, surrender our hearts and our minds to who? To the Lord. And that's why David said, and he understood uh, what it means to post a God over your heart. In other words, over your mind. When he said in Psalm 119 and 11, he said, Thy word have I hid in my heart, huh? that I might not sin against thee. Huh? So we've got to fortify our minds huh? with the word of God. The reason why we got to fortify our minds with the word of God, because the enemy wants to attack us. And the way he attacks us, he comes to the mind. Amen. Huh? He comes to the mind. If he can overthrow your mind, he can overthrow you. Y'all hear what I'm saying today? Praise the Lord. Because David understood that in order for us to com- combat the enemy and the encroachments of sin in our life, then we got to get control over our thought life. Huh? Yes. We got to get control of our thought life. That's why David said, Well, we'll sell a young man 
cleanse his way by giving heed unto the, thy word. Praise the Lord. Don't you not know we are living in America. There are people who are living in America. They are so divided. They are so divided. And I want to put it in two categories. They divided when it comes to worldview. Huh? Worldview. They're divided about worldview. And when we speak of worldview, we're talking about how you view God. You know, that's components to a worldview. And of these components, it speaks of how do I view God? And it speaks about how do I view uh, reality? You look at people in the world today, they're not living in reality. In other words, they're still living in a virtual reality. Huh? We got to face reality for what it is. And not only that, dealing with reality, worldview speaks about knowledge. Huh? Also, how you view knowledge. Most important, worldview also speaks about how you view morality. Y'all heard about the new morality now? Y'all don't heard that mention, ain't you? The new morality. What, you know what part of the new morality? Two men and two women can get married. Our country has accepted this worldview. Huh? But is it God's worldview? Huh? So what kind of worldview do the people of God should have? A biblical worldview. I'm going to write about it. Also, we got to look at worldview deals with man himself. How do you view your, your fellow man? How do you view humans? You know, man wants to devalue human life. Well, I know some folks don't. I know some folks, uh, when you come to abortion and all this other stuff, let me tell you something. That's human. And that's dealing with life. But I have to keep that heart with all diligence for out of it are the what? The issues of life. Huh? Keep your mind with a proper worldview. How you going to see the world? Not through man's eyes, but you got to see the world through God's eyes. Huh? If you saved now, if you ain't saved, then you're doing, doing what you should be doing. Seeing it through, through man's eyes. Now, I put these, put, there are a lot of different worldviews that is in the world today, but I'm just going to put them in two categories, okay? I'm going to put them in two categories, two major views of the world. And one, one of these views is dealing with the secular, I call it the secular worldview, all right? And the sacred worldview. The secular worldview is that of the world, seeing things from what? Man's perspective. Secular worldview places its emphasis on living in the here and now. You hear what I'm saying? Not thinking about eternity. Huh? Secular. Is that kind of worldview that you have today? I hope not. You're just living for the here and now. We should have a sacred worldview. And what do the sacred worldview speak of? That's the view, the worldview that is from God's perspective. Huh? And it is based upon on God's revealed truth, which is the Bible. And that's why I call it a biblical what? Worldview. A biblical worldview that God has given to who? You and me to live by. Huh? Saints, we were talking about, we were talking about in Sunday school, talking about God's purpose and God's plan, right? Saints, when it comes to your purpose and your meaning in life, you and I need to know the answer to these four great questions. And what is the first four great questions? You need to know who you are. Who am I? 
Who are you? Okay, everybody can't say that. Praise the Lord. Some folks think they the best thing since sliced bread. You hear what I'm saying? Who am I? Then the second question is, where did I come from? All right. Third question is, what is my purpose? Huh? Then next, if you don't know who you are and where you come from and what is your purpose, then do you know where where are you going? Where am I going? Some people, it may be for some people going that direction and some of them don't even know they're going there because they got a what? An improper worldview. Huh? You see why worldview is important? It helps keep things in perspective. Huh? Uh-huh. Praise the Lord. Some folks don't know that they're going to hell. Huh? Based on their worldview. Y'all hear what I'm saying today? Praise God. That's why it's so important that you need to know who you are. What God has to say about you. Huh? That's who you are. What God has prescribed who you are in him. Praise the Lord. So that's what I want to deal with today. The first question. We'll deal with the other questions later on. But in short, we want to deal with who am I? I may be a father. I may be a mother. I may be a son. I may be a brother. I may be a sister. But who am I really from God's perspective? Huh? Who or what gives you your identity? The world don't give me my identity. God gives you your identity. Huh? I hope God gives you your identity. But some folks are trying to get their identity from the world. Uh, they want to identify with the world. Praise God. But the Bible told us to love not the world, neither the what? The things that are in the world, right? We live in a world where so many people are suffering from a loss of identity. People are in an identity crisis. Huh? They don't know who they are. <laughs> And they don't know whose they are. So there's so many folks don't know that they're on their way to hell. Huh? They don't know that they belong to the devil. Huh? They think, I'm doing my own thing. Praise the Lord. You got to know who you are. And whose you are. Huh? So we're living in this world. They are confused. Even about their gender. Huh? They're confused about their gender and their sex, saints. Amen. God didn't make no mistakes when he made man, when he made, made both of the sexes, did he? Yeah. That's his purpose. Uh-huh. That was his plan. Huh? But who came up with another plan? Amen. Man! You see why worldview is so important? Huh? Praise the Lord. The Bible said in Genesis 1 and 27, so God created man in his own image. Huh? In the image of God created he him. Huh? He him. Not he, she him. He, him, she. But he, him. That's what the scripture said. Huh? Then it said male and what? Female. All right? Male and female created he, them. That's purpose. That's a plan. That's a divine design. Am I right about it? 
So who am I? I have been made by God's divine design huh? to reflect his image. I am the image barrel of God. The man and the woman is the image barrels of God, right? All right, go with me to Psalms. In the book of Psalms, 139, verses 14, probably to the 17th verse. We're going to read the 16th verse. 17th verse, we'll, we'll go there. In the book of Psalms, 139, 14, the psalmist David knew and he understood that he was made and divinely designed it by God. And hear what he says. Read for us, Brother Mark. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. You hear what David said? He said, I will praise thee. You see, we got something to praise God for, right? That we were made in God's what? Image. And not only that, he said, for I am what? Fearfully. Fearfully and what? Reverently made. Then he said, wonderfully made. Huh? Wonderfully made. That's what God said. And what David said about God in making him. Then he said, I'm marvelous are the works and that my soul know it right well. So David knew, didn't he? He knew who he was. Huh? Praise God. He also knew how he came here. Right? Praise the Lord. He said, I know it right well. So he, he has a biblical what? Worldview here. Right? David has a biblical worldview. So David knew who he was. And, and, and who he belongs to. Because his identity was in who? Was in God. He was made in the image of God and in the likeness of God. So when we look at who am I? Praise the Lord. Verse 15, what it says. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. She's talking, describing about how he was made, huh? Talking about David's substance was not hid from him. When he was made. In other words, God has perfect knowledge of us, of us, don't he? He had perfect knowledge of man. He knew how to make us in his image, didn't he? Praise the Lord. He knows us because he made us and each of us unique, huh? And as well, complex. Did you not know we are complex beings? We're the most complex being on the planet. Yeah, whether you know it or not. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Somebody said, you know, when you get married to a woman, you never understand her. She's so complex. To a certain degree, some of them are, because they do change like the weather sometimes. Praise the Lord. Sometimes the same way would come to a man. Ain't just picking on you women. Men's the same way. But women, y'all got us beat, though. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Praise God. So you see, say, we all are complex beings. We're unique. God placed something within the woman that he didn't put in the man. Huh? Praise the Lord. And, and we have to understand how they speak and how they language. They got a different kind of language than we do. You know, certain things that they like and they don't even have to say nothing. They just, just do something. And you better learn how to read it. Yeah, I'm just telling like it is. There's a certain way they can look. You better know how to read it. I'm talking about we married folks now. You better know that. 
Praise the Lord. Certain things they can say, but not seeing it all. You better know how to find the words that is missing and fill in the blank. I'm just telling like it is. Praise the Lord. So you see, saying we are complex and unique in every way, but we are different. We're different. We're different. Then we ask ourselves, who am I? Listen, God knows who I am, and God knows whose I am. Um, y'all hear what I'm saying? Uh-huh. We belong to God. Amen. Right? Amen. And we have to live like who we are. <laughs> huh? Like a child of God. Amen. I'm right about it. Amen. And that's why the Bible says in 2 Timothy 2 and 19, said the Lord knoweth them that are his. He knows the one that who what? Belong to him. Huh? Everybody that said they belong to him don't really truly belong to him. The reason based on this, because the scripture said, and let everyone that name the name of Christ. Now, people can name his name and name his name of the Lord. But the Bible said, depart from what? Iniquity. But we got to depart from iniquity. Huh? Praise the Lord. If you want God to know you. Huh? You got to depart from sin. You want God to know you as one of his? You got to depart from sin. That's what he said in Matthew in the seventh chapter, around my 14th birth. He told those folks that, Lord, did I do many wonderful works in your name? They said to Jesus, did I do many wonderful works in your name? Did I do this and did I do that? And the Lord said unto them, he said, I never knew you. He said, depart from me, ye workers of the what? Of iniquity. You see, God don't know you if you're in sin. Huh? Not to be one of his. Because he is a sinless Savior. He is a sinless God. And all of his children have departed from sin. They're not in sin. God has saved us to stay in sin. But if you're still in sin, then you're doing the works of the devil. Because he was sinning from the beginning. The Bible said, uh, uh, concerned about the devil. The Bible said, he, he that is born of the devil committed sin from the very what? The beginning. Praise the Lord. So we're not continuously practicing sin. Praise the Lord. All right. Read that next verse for us, Brother Mark. Thou hast did see my well. Yeah. Sixteen. Did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. You hear what the scripture says? So when we look at it, God knows those who belong to him. That's why we must live like a child of God, walk like a child of God in truth and in love, saints. Praise the Lord. The songwriter said, if anybody asks you who I am, tell them what? I'm a child of God. You tell them you're a child of God by the way you live. Huh? Praise the Lord. By the way you walk, by the way you talk. Your life going to speak for as what? Itself. Praise the Lord. I don't need nobody else to tell somebody that I'm a child of God. Just live right. They'll see that you're a child of God. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. But it's good to tell folks about somebody that you know that is a child of God. Praise the Lord. But make sure you be that person. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I can't get an amen. amen. Psalm 139 to 16. See, God knows us. Because he has seen us. Huh? In our unperfect state. In our undeveloped state. Y'all hear what I'm saying? 
He's seen us in our imperfect state, in our undeveloped state. And why you say that, preachers? God saw us when we were the smallest blood cell. Huh? Amen. The smallest of blood cell. God saw us in from the womb. God even called Jeremiah from the what? Womb. Give me Jeremiah 1 and 5. Jeremiah 1 and 5. God called Jeremiah. Jeremiah didn't know he was called it by God from the womb. And God ordained him to be a preacher. Did I tell you God does things even before we get here? Then he reveals it to us who we are. Huh? That's what God did with Jeremiah. Who am I? Jeremiah said, I'm not, I thought about not preaching no more in his name. Talking about the Lord no more in his name. God said, look, look, I called you from the womb. Yes. Read what Jeremiah 1 and 5 said. Before I formed thee. Before I did what? Form you, Jeremiah. Before I formed you. Before your mama and your daddy came together. Uh huh? huh? Read on. In the belly. In the belly. What? God said, what? I knew you. I knew you. Huh? In other words, I have an intimate relationship with you, even though you ain't been formed. Huh? I set my love on you. I set my purpose in you. My plan is in you. You see how Sunday school lesson is going here? Huh? What else he said? Now I'm just revealing to you what I have done before you got here. And ain't nothing you can do about it. Read on. And before thou came to forth. Before you even came forth, before you came down the birth canal, brother. Out of the womb. Out of the womb. Huh? What God said. I sanctified thee. I separated you. Huh? Set you apart unto myself. You mine. So who am I? I belong to God. Huh? I've been sanctified. Set apart. Belong to the Lord. What else did God said about Jeremiah? And I ordained thee. Wait a minute. I also ordained you, Jeremiah. I ordained you. Not man. Not some ecclesiastic board. But I ordained you. To do what? A prophet unto the nation. I ordain you to be a prophet unto the nation. You're my tool. You're my messenger. You're my instrument. You're my mouthpiece. Huh? Amen. To tell the nation. I knew you was coming. And I'm letting you know, since you're here, this is who you are. Huh? Who am I? Read on, brother. Then said I, Our Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. Oh, we don't we make excuses when God revealed to us who we are? Then we don't want to live up to it. We try to get out of it. Huh? That's Jeremiah. We just like him. We just like Jeremiah. Say, I can't speak. I'm a little child. What else did God say to Jeremiah? He's trying to help him here. He's, he's real young now. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child. Say not. For thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. 
And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. You hear what the Lord said? Whatever I send you and what I command you, you're going to speak it. Huh? Jeremiah knew how them folk was. knew they were hard-headed. And he said, look, I ain't going to go up against these hard-headed grown folks. And you want me to say something to them? They'll get a belt to me and whoop me out of there. But see, God said, listen, I ordain you. Now listen, anytime God ordains something, God is able to maintain it. Amen. Huh? He's a God who can ordain and he's able to maintain whatever he ordained. Huh? Praise the Lord. All right, let's go back to Psalms. We're back at Psalms now. See, God knows us because he saw us, right? He has called us according to his what? His own purpose and his own what? Plan. Jeremiah was called to God's own purpose and God's own plan, right? See, I'm already through, y'all. I'm already through. Read the 17th verse. How, how precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God? How great is the sum of them? You see what David is saying? How precious also are the thoughts unto me, O God? How great is the sum of them? Praise God. And David even once said, said, It's too wonderful for me to understand. How great of his riches and his un riches is unsearchable. God is an unsearching, unsearchable God. You can never figure him out. Huh? You can't figure God out. Praise the Lord. So the answer to the question to who I am, you can say like uh who wrote the song Amazing Grace? He wrote the song Amazing Grace I once was lost, but now I'm found. Huh? I once was blind, but now I'm what? I see. Praise God. And I know who I am. I'm a child of the king. Huh? You are a child of the king. Because you once was lost. In your sins. But now you were found. Jesus found you. And delivered you. Huh? Praise God. You once was blind. You couldn't see. Didn't know where you was going. Didn't know who you are. A lost identity. But God gave you identity. The Bible said you are the light of the world. So you are the light of the world. And what light is, do, what light is to do is to shine. Praise God. And he said you are the salt of the earth. What salt is to do is to enhance the lives of others. Give light to those who are in darkness. By they see, when they see you, praise God, they see in the light of God. Amen. They see in the salt. Then their life become enhanced by your very words of your life that you live. So we thank God today for the word this morning. We hope that something was said to encourage you, saints, to be all who God made you to be. Amen. Who am I? Amen. You're a child of the King. If you're saved. And if you're not saved, then you need to get saved. Then you're like many others, hundreds and thousands and millions of others who don't know who they are. It's looking for identity in people, places, and things. People trying to find their identity in the things of this world. They're trying to find meaning in life in the things of this world. But true meaning in life is in Christ. Uh, Jesus gives us life. Huh? The Bible said the thief cometh but to steal and to kill and to destroy. He come to take away what God has already given you. Huh? 
God already gave man an identity. And Satan comes to steal it away from him. And keep him blinded from seeing who he really is. That's what the gospel do. The gospel is to shine the light. To show men who they are in Christ. And what they can be. And what they can become. So we thank the Lord for you this morning. Praise God. We thank God for the word today. Lord's will. We're going to deal with the next second question. Uh, Where did I come from? Some people still believe in evolution. I call it devolution. Praise the Lord. Uh, We didn't come from amoeba. We didn't come from the monkeys. And the primates. God don't take this order and make bring order out of it. God put everything, when he created everything, it was created orderly and functionally. Huh? When he made Adam and Eve, they were created functionally. They were functioning. They were fully mature. Huh? Physically. Because they had some children. Didn't they not? So therefore, God knew what he was doing when he made man. He knew what he was doing when he made you and me. Praise the Lord. So we said on Sunday school, don't let nobody tell you that you're a mistake. Because God don't make no mistakes. God bless you. God keeps you. In Jesus' name. So we're going to ask that you stand. We'll look to the Lord in prayer. Thanks, Pastor Strickland, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Lighthouse Victory Temple Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus. Echo hope and dwell in love.